Hi, welcome to the Unexpected Experts Podcast. This is the Upload Download, a more laid-back conversation about our perspectives on any number of topics as an upload to you and the things we are reading, learning, and downloading ourselves. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Happy Tuesday. Well, not everyone. Happy Tuesday, Jamie. Happy Tuesday, Andrea. <laughs> Happy Saturday when y'all hear this. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Yeah. What's new since the last saw you? <laughs> Approximately. <laughs> since, since we saw each other Saturday? on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not too much. I had, I guess I have a little update for my Taste of Cal. No, Ugh. for my download. Uh, I went to Taste of Calgary on Sunday. Nice. Spoilers. Which was very nice. Yeah. So stay tuned to the end of the episode for the full deep dive on Taste <laughs> of Calgary. There's <laughs> my radio DJ voice. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it was great. Went to went to Taste of Calgary. Kind of chilled for the rest of the day after the wedding that you and I were both at yeah. this weekend, which I guess we can talk about here off the top. Mm-hmm. But um, I just like needed a day. Oh, my gosh. You know? I was so done. I need ski. a whole other summer <laughs> vacation. But yes. I need a week. I just need a week off mm-hmm. to recover from the two days that I took off to go to a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the listeners, yeah. we didn't just attend the wedding. In fact, that was not no. our purpose there at all. Our purpose, this is true, collectively, was to bartend for a friend. Um, we were bartenders. Yeah, it was great for a friend's daughter's wedding. So, yeah. We made dranky so drinks. A friend of ours from uh, friend of ours from the choir. Her daughter got married, and I guess last summer, um, our mutual friend Des and I we went up to their cabin, and we like her and I both kind of made up some drinks for um, for Kevin's wedding. Who's not our wedding? Friend's... Kevin's birthday? No, sorry, for his <laughs> birthday party. Uh, so our our friend Shannon and her husband Kevin. Uh, we made drinks for Kevin's birthday party. Cute. And then Shannon, because it went over so well, Shannon asked if I would also do cocktails and all that and bartending for their daughter's engagement party, mm-hmm. which was, oh, I want to say. I think it was back in the oh, fall. Geez, I don't remember. I think it might have been in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. And so that went over really, really well. Mm-hmm. And so they asked yeah, well, she asked me to bartend, and then she asked you to bartend, mm-hmm. and she asked our friend Laura J to bartend. Previous guest of this podcast, <laughs> and uh, and then and then she was waiting, or she was asking if I knew anybody else, and I said, "Yeah, my buddy James used to be a bartender downtown at a at a bistro at um, Hotel Arts downtown." Mm-hmm. And she said, "Oh yeah, sure, bring him along too." So the four of us, yeah, we all went up and we crushed it. And it was so fun, mm-hmm. and I am still kind of sore. <laughs> I don't know how, but uh, anyway, I think I think it was a really fun time. I mean, we I were literally on really our feet for it. ten hours. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Like at least um, we, yeah. Like I, like I kind good. of counted from three o'clock. Like we, uh, Laura and I got there at two thirty. Right. We sat for like the half hour ceremony, and then we were pretty much on our feet for the rest of the night which was a yeah. wild time i feel like james and i were there maybe an hour hour and a half before you yeah. two showed up something like something that, like that. Yeah. we got we got a bunch of stuff sort of moved around and set up and 
ready to go and then and then it it just it just hit yeah it was crazy it was, once it was, people so, started yeah, we ordering did. drinks like once that bar was open we were oh man we were drinking no we weren't drinking we were making drinky we drinks were not. yeah all night long until 12 o'clock in the morning pretty much pretty much midnight <laughs> yep yeah so it yeah it was nuts so yeah we started just kind of setting up when james and i got there got everything sort of stationed out mm-hmm. and um set up for after the ceremony they had like a big a big um kind of a reception ish time i think there was like a cocktail hour a happy hour type of thing yeah and so we had made a co- big yeah. batch drinks for that mm-hmm. and cocktails with some um, appies some appies and prosecco yeah and then they came over to the big tent for the actual reception and then yeah and then the actual bartending yeah it was a good time yeah. It was ton- it was, it was a a, like it was a lot of fun for sure. Would I do it again six and a half months pregnant? No, I would not. <laughs> Hard pass. However, I do not plan on being pregnant again. So there's that. There we go. So anytime yeah. after <laughs> this baby comes. Anytime after I'm so this ready is to our, bartend again. <laughs> that's right. This is our public service announcement that Andrea and will, I will be your yes. wedding bartenders. Yeah. Um, I have my pro serve Same. for the next five years. Okay, I would so have to renew mine. <laughs> within that window, let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. We could be wedding be bartenders, willing, my friend. I, I would be willing to, yeah, to renew mine. It's so hard because typically, like, it's hard to come by a venue that you can bring your own staff and products in. Like, usually yeah, the venue true. requires you to use their own bar staff or um their own caterer or whatever so it's it's hard which it was sweet because this venue they brought everything in i'm pretty sure um yeah like the crew that brought the food was not part of the venue like they were contracted out they were they were a separate catering company yeah and then obviously we were quote-unquote contracted out um and yeah so it's yeah, it's hard to come by. But if you have a venue that allows you to bring your own booze and your own bartenders, we're here for it. Your own anytime after podcasters. Anytime after November twenty twenty one. There you go. Wait, twenty twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking of the year my daughter was born, I guess. But anyways. Yeah. 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 Well, what's uh, what's new with you since Saturday? Since Saturday, um, let's see, Sunday, yeah, like drove home and pretty much crashed for the rest of the day. I was so tired. I could not nap though. I was very annoyed. I like laid down to have a nap. I was so tired and I tossed and turned the entire time. I was devastated. Um, That's brutal. Yeah. So, but I made it to bedtime and then I think Matt and I had like a long drawn on conversation about just like the upcoming months and whatnot whatnot right um until like 11 or 12 in the morning so i was so tired (laughs) i fell asleep and i literally i did not wake up once in the night which has not happened in a long time and i slept right through till 10 a.m like i whoa i was my body was like you need this we'll just never wake up We're just going to put you yeah. right out. So yeah, it felt like the good old teenage days, but. Um, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've not slept in that late in a long time. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and then Monday and today, I so I'm going back to work tomorrow. Um, my teaching summer off is mm-hmm. has come to an end. Um, and so yesterday and today they had they being um Alberta government, I guess. Um, was offering some PD sessions on the new curriculum. So, um, I signed up for the three new pieces of curriculum that are coming out. Our school is only doing, um, PE and wellness, um, this year, but there's a new curriculum for, um, formerly known as language arts, now known as English language arts and literature. So it's E-L-A-L instead of just... ELA or LA. That feels like an unnecessarily long title. <laughs> no. With rebranding comes retitling. Um, I suppose, man. And also um, math. So there's a new curriculum for math. So, okay. I did math and the P, PE and wellness, which we shortened to Pew. <laughs> pew, pew. Um, uh, nice. And what what was the other one? It was E L A L. Yeah, Elal. 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 Yeah. Elal. Um. <laughs> nice. So yeah. Just gonna go to Elal class. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Um. <laughs> yeah. So those were yesterday and then this morning, which was, um, yesterday's. I don't know. I didn't really find yesterday's helpful with the two, but the today I did E L A E L A L. Um, and it was. Like, I love language arts, so it was very much, like, I was fascinated. Like, I took three pages of notes versus, like, the one or half a page of notes the other two sessions. So, I'm super pumped for those when they roll out. But, yeah, our school is only doing the Pew Pew, um, curriculum this year. It's kind of like a hybrid year for schools in Calgary. So, we will get partake in the new... Um, E-L-A-L and math. Is that, is that a hybrid year in that it's a transition year? Yeah. From like old so, to new and then there's sort of a phase exactly, in between? Exactly, yeah. So um, schools okay. could sign up as far as I know. They could sign up and like volunteer to be the like sort of front runners with the new curriculum. Right. Um, for four to six. So K to three, kindergarten to grade three everywhere is doing it, but grades four to six, um, it was like a voluntary slash optional thing that you could do. Um, and our school just didn't get picked for four to six. So, which is too bad, but that's okay. Um, there's still some stuff with, I think it's, it was E-L-A-L um, that they're still in the midst of finished, like finishing writing the curriculum for grades four to six. So, Gotcha. Okay. And I'm teaching grade five this year. So, yeah. Um, so I sat in those sessions, which was fun. Not really. It was really boring. But um, and then that was kind of, I mean, that took me to this afternoon. So. Wow. Yeah. Solid. Now I'm just kind of like, I've been kind of compiling a list of things because I go into school tomorrow um, that I want to bring with me for my classroom. Because um, we have like setting up tomorrow, so that'll be fun. 
be fun because all okay. of our stuff, like at the end of last year, everyone left all of their stuff in the halls outside of their classrooms so that the janitorial staff could um, like clean and wax the floors inside the classrooms. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, everything's all in the hall. So we get a bunch of time tomorrow to kind of move everything in, I guess. Although um, the kindergarten team was in this morning yesterday and this morning setting up their classroom because they have like a huge classroom it's nuts they have so two teachers teaching kindergarten it's the same as last year but they so they have essentially two classes in one so there's like last year there were I think like 52 kindergartners in one class Whoa! <laughs> I mean two teachers Ooh. but still like I mean, that I many guess, small but... children in one classroom wow. is crazy so, That's a lot of energy. This year, I can't remember how many room. were signed up already, um, but they were projecting for like at least 40 um, kindergarten Holy kids. Holy smokes. So. Yeah. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm just thinking like about my kindergarten year. Yeah. And I feel like it was probably 20 kids. Like what's the average kindergarten class size? Well, I mean, there's back when we were in kindergarten there, the class sizes would have been much more reasonable. They're okay. ridiculous nowadays. Um, it's anywhere from like, I would say probably 22 to 26 kids in a class for kindergarten. Okay. That feels, it's a lot reasonable. That's 26, yeah. four and five year olds. And sometimes it's like, it's not 40. No, it's definitely not 40. <laughs> That's wild. But yeah, no, it's... I guess like compared to 40, 26 seems reasonable. <laughs> like ideally, like I subbed, I subbed my first year of teaching in a kindergarten class for one day and I was like, I will never teach kindergarten. Man. <laughs> um, and it was half days. So there was a morning kindergarten class and then right. an afternoon kindergarten class. Um, and I think they had like maybe 19 kids in it. Like it was much more reasonable. Um, okay. Which is like, that's probably when you were in kindergarten and when I was in kindergarten around where it was for our, like right. for our year of. Yeah. That yeah. feels about right. Yeah. Much more reasonable. And I mean, back then too, I don't think like many classrooms had EAs. So there was, Yeah one person for 19 kids which is a lot I mean I'm one person for I think I have 24 or 25 kids in my class this year but they're grade five so they're not like pooping their pants still you know <laughs> yeah I mean hopefully not they're, anyways they're all potty training in grade five yeah. like that's that's the goal they're potty training whether or not they actually can keep trained. their excrements inside their body is up to them but <laughs> Yeah, they they learned that in grade six, so you're, <laughs> you're just, just missing it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, no, it'll be wow. good. I'm I'm looking forward to going back because I really like the staff that I work with, but I'm also sad, um, to not have summer anymore. Well, not be on summer yeah. vacation. I guess we still have summer, <laughs> and for yeah. I mean, people listening. So I'm on a modified calendar, which is why I go back so early. So our school starts. Like staff goes back tomorrow, August 10th, um, and kids come on Monday, August 15th. Um, but that's because we actually get an, a fall break in October and we get a longer break at Christmas. And I think there might be a longer break at um, spring break as well. So we make up for it by starting earlier. 
And one of my colleagues, because this is my first year starting on a modified calendar, um, and one of my colleagues at the end of summer or at the end of the school year last year was like, you know, as much as it sucks, it's really nice to still have nice warm weather on your weekends off, which I was like, okay, yeah, mm, get behind that's that. legit. So yeah, I support that. Yeah. But anyways, so that's, that's my update. <laughs> yeah. My weird, not Cole's nose version. But speaking Man. of summer, that was kind of what we wanted to continue talking about tonight. <laughs> I was going to say talk yeah. about, but we've already kind of talked about it a bit. Um, yeah. But just summer and I don't know what are what's like what's your favorite um thing to do or like do you have something that's like it's not summer if I don't get this done or it's not summer if I don't get to do that like do you have anything Ooh. I f- I feel like the way that I view summer is the way that I viewed my choices for my goals for this summer Okay you know, so doing more outdoor activities mm-hmm. like going rafting or going hiking, like I want to do more of that. Mm-hmm. I haven't historically done loads of that, but it's something that I've enjoyed doing and something that I want to continue doing. Right. So, and then my other goal being um, like being out on more patios, like I've been on totally. a few patios, yeah. right? So just anything outdoors to take advantage of the sunshine and the warm weather and um, I think just the way that people feel about summer, I think it's just a lighter vibe than something like winter and not to say that winter has to be gloomy because we have less sunlight. Right. But, um, typically summer is just a season that invites more fun and carefree perspective yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So that's sweet. Yeah. Patios are such a great way to be in summer. Like, it's just so nice. Oh, yeah. It's so nice. I love it. The best. Um, I, what about you? Yeah. I mean, this is our first summer with a kid, so it kind of looks a little bit different right. for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I miss those patio hangouts, but um, not that we can't go on them. We just haven't really. We've We spent a lot of time at the Splash Park this summer um, or the Spray Park, so just like a whole bunch of water shooting out of the ground or some hose or whatever yeah um parker has like yeah she's been loving it um and she kind of went from like really hesitant and holding either mom or dad's hand the entire time walking through the park to just like i'm my own person and i want to go and play with this sprinkler or whatever like she's just all over the place now there's one at the one by our house there's um it's like a kind of like a water table sort of idea. Um, okay. But the big kids always sit in the top so the water never trickles down to the other things. It's so annoying. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes just I like, just want to like pull my like mom apart and be up. like, get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let my kid play. <laughs> it's like when we were kids and we would go to water slides. Totally. And like. Trying there's to climb up always the water one person slide. at the top yeah. yeah like climbing up or the person <laughs> at the top of the slide and they try to cut off the water flow <laughs> yeah yeah jerks like come totally. on totally um that's just kids being kids I oh suppose. it absolutely is but there's like 100%. a sign that says don't climb on the thing or whatever i don't yeah. know anyways it just bothers and me mom mode andrea gets I know. activated don't you see the sign <laughs> and all the other parents are signing there and i'm like really like is this your kid like is your kid the one sitting in the water like make them stop <laughs> But yeah. at the same time, 
Parker is content just standing there gawking at everyone playing at the thing. Like she doesn't even care about oh, that's the whole mechanism. She just like loves watching and she like runs around laughing. Anyways, yeah. so we spend a lot of time at the water park this summer um, and just going for walks like to the park on the swings, all that kind of stuff. So um, oddly enough, we didn't get to the zoo once this summer, which is weird, but. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's really hard to go on a hot day. That is so true. Because it's, it's so all exposed. outdoors. And, yeah. Or like you go into where the gorillas are and it's like the most humid place on planet Calgary in that. Video, <laughs> or like, yeah, uh, you, it's not quite planet Earth, but no. in this dry climate, Seriously. it's a it's a swampy mess for so, sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Our summer, it, I mean, it blew by. I was only off for five weeks. So, um only off for five weeks i mean like not everyone gets that but um yeah it just went by really fast with all the different events that we had going on so sure yeah yeah my sister came down for a visit so that's kind of nice i don't know oh, yeah, like the, it it just doesn't like we the, don't have uh, any like traditions necessarily right yeah there's not i don't really have anything that i'm like yeah gotta get this done we did some yard work so that felt adult and like, like productive yeah um yeah i don't know next summer i don't know we'll see what happens next summer well and you're gonna have two kiddos next summer two hooligans running around yeah it's wild yeah well one one running one maybe crawling hopefully crawling they'll be hopefully crawling eight months by next summer so yeah because you're due in november Mm -hmm. so yeah maybe which side note oh my goodness part of the conversation this is so funny maybe people won't find it funny but I think it's funny. Um, Can't wait. Part of our conversation, Matt and I, la- the other night when we stayed up really late after I didn't get a nap and all that, um, yeah. was him looking, like we were looking at our calendar and just like, because we're planning to just put Parker in day home for September until we can find, like right now we have her in a private day home and so it's more money and in Alberta there's um, like licensed day homes and public day homes that get government grants and subsidies now, which is huge. Um, the government pays for essentially half of the cost of your childcare, which is huge. Cause like generally I would say most places charge anywhere from 900 to like 15, $1,600 a month for full-time care. Wow. So it's huge, but then again, everyone and their dog is trying to get their kid into these subsidized places. So there's not sure. any room anywhere. So we're just going to keep her home. All of that to say, we're talking about like October. So it'll be me at home. Like I'll have finished my contract and um, I'll just be at home. I think I'm not going to try and go and sub at 35 weeks pregnant. Yeah. So just be home with Nor Parker. Nor should you. No, exactly. <laughs> so we'll save a bit of money that month, um, assuming we don't get Parker in anywhere else. But then Matt's like looking at his calendar and he's like, so I have choir camp this week with the kids. I'm like, cool. So we'll have to like, because I still have to work that week. And then he's like looking at days that he can go hunting um, and then like asking me like, are you better if I go hunting on a Saturday or a Sunday? And I'm kind of like... As long as, like, I don't really care which day of the week, as long as I get one weekend day where I don't have to get up in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then we get to, like, the due date time. 
And he's like, oh, he's like, so my due date is technically on a Thursday. Obviously, no baby, not no baby, but very few babies come on their due date. And so he's like, oh, the baby's due on a Thursday. So, and it's due like the day before a stat holiday. <laughs> so he's like, if you like, can. Bro, you can't be planning this. If you you can't can, be planning around a due you know, date. Like, it would be really ideal if you could give birth on the Monday so I can take. <laughs> Because as teachers, we get we get one day for birth of child, yeah. like where they pay for you for your sub. You get one day for birth of child, and then he has okay. like three personal days saved up. So he's like, Monday will be my day for birth of child, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday will be oh, my personal days, and then Friday's the holiday. <laughs> so then, like, I won't have to pay anything off my paycheck to book a sub. And I'm like, right, totally. yeah, I'll just like cross my legs. When labor totally. starts. Yeah, that's and how that works. The Monday. <laughs> like, come Absolutely. On. So funny. So, oh, man. I'm glad you laughed. I'm glad you found it funny. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's like not how that works, dude. Absolutely not. I mean, he obviously knew <laughs> that it, like, he knows it yeah. as well, but it's like um, in a perfect world. Yeah, exactly. That was kind world, of the conversation. If, if maybe comes on the due date yeah. and fine. If, yeah. Yeah. But ideally, like, she'll come on the Monday so that we can just, like, have this whole week. Yeah, and then the Beach Boys just starts playing in the background. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. So That's great. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, all that to say we don't have any, like, summer need to do whatever. Usually we'll finish some project. That's kind of been the theme every mm. summer. So we finished. We hilariously just, well, we set up the crib in the baby's room today. Because we have the baseboards on in the baby's room and the baby's room is painted. So the baby who is unborn currently has the most completed room in the house of all of the renovations that we've been doing Ah, over the past three years. So count your lucky stars, child. We clearly love you. Yeah. She has no idea. Not a sweet clue. No idea. No. That is too funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your your house for the last while has felt like kind of a constant little construction zone yeah. project, yeah. renovation mm-hmm. gig. Yeah, we still have baseboards in the rest of the house to put on, and we need to finish the flooring on our stairs. Mm, yeah, and the bathroom, yeah. and we have to finish the bathroom renovation. We are humming and hawing over whether or not we should put in a new tub, but alas. Yeah. We continue to live in uncompleted in, project world. <laughs> in renovation squalor. <laughs> yeah. Too funny. Well, what do you, what do you say we uh we dive into our our little topic for tonight? Mhm. Kind of have um, already. I guess yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like kind of what people are what like summer checked means out for already us though, and, but <laughs> 27 minutes in we're fine um yeah we we were kind of thinking of talking about like summer versus winter like kind of keeping with the upload download theme of this versus that and Mm -hmm. uh, maybe summer versus winter you know like the advantages disadvantages what we like about each season what we don't Mm -hmm. uh, maybe what the general consensus is from other people all of that so um what what would you say are your Maybe like three pluses for summer and your three minuses for summer. Hmm. Um, I mean, 
I have to say the obvious as a teacher, I get summers off. So I don't have to work in the summer, which is super nice. That's legit. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy the warm weather on a normal year. <laughs> yeah, right. Having a human furnace yeah. inside of me. I'm not as pumped about it, but generally speaking, I do enjoy, enjoy the like warm weather, not having to wear as many layers. Yeah. And I don't know, summer, for some reason, summer, I always equate summer vacation as being the time to like go on a vacation, even though we didn't this year, but um, like going away on some form of trip or camping again, right. not that we yeah. did that this summer, but on a normal year, on a typical year without an infant. But almost like the permission to leave and totally somewhere which i mean i suppose kind of aligns itself with having the summer off like then i don't have to book any vacation time but yeah um yeah and then three things i don't like about summer um i don't it's been exceptionally bad with mosquitoes this year um granted i haven't really been attacked like i don't think i have more than one mosquito bite on me so do I really hate it? I, I don't like bugs flying in my face, I guess. So I'll, I'll stick with that. That is so legit. Yeah. They don't have to poke me or whatever to annoy me. <laughs> I saw this meme like, why why do I live where the wind hurts my face? <laughs> and then we're reminded of bugs the size of Volkswagens mm-hmm. that are down in like the Amazon. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, right. That's why we yeah. live where the air hurts so our face. So gross. So um, we don't have to deal with all the, all the insects and mm-hmm. everything. Don't care for that. Definitely not. Um, what else do I not like about summer? I guess I don't necessarily like the like really hot days. Like even last summer I wasn't pregnant and it got up to like mid thirties and it was treacherous. It sucked so much. (laughs) Yeah. That was a gnarly heat wave we had last year. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. There's not much that I don't necessarily like about about summer yeah i don't know i think that'd just be the two things i'm sure there's other things but it's not like it's the perfect season necessarily (laughs) yeah that's fair i mean no no season is really perfect no but i kind of every season has its pluses if i could i i like the kind of coattails like the start of summer you know like when it is getting warm and you can do the summery things but it's not so hot that you're like sweating your face off while you're doing them totally yeah or alternatively like just the end of summer yeah yeah we don't have much of them here but (laughs) yeah it's like a week (laughs) (laughs) if that oh you're done summer great here's a dump of snow thank you so much (laughs) yeah thank you so much yeah welcome to calgary what about you what is what are your pros and cons with summer I think kind of the same, like the, I love in summer, the, um, the longer amount of daylight, Mm. that's probably like my most favorite thing, Mm -hmm. honestly, that and the heat, I enjoy heat, but again, up to a certain point, like my, my pasty white skin can only handle so much (laughs) heat and sunshine in a day. And sunscreen. (laughs) Um, And sunscreen. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just dip myself in sunscreen like a candle every morning, you know? Um, Ooh, I'll add a barbecue food. I love barbecue food. Yeah. And, and like picnics. 
Yep. Yeah. Totally. Oh, man, that's a good one. I don't know why you dipping yourself in sunscreen made me think of that, but it did. <laughs> Maybe because I dip my like, corn on the cob, like lather it in butter. In a butter bath. <laughs> yeah. Just in a vat of pre-melted butter. So good. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's funny. I I really like that, though. That actually, that, that freedom that summer seems to offer mm-hmm. like mentally. Mm-hmm. It's like such an such a pressure off of your shoulders totally. like a weight off your shoulders like i don't have to put on 27 and a half layers yep. to go outside i don't have to start my car before i leave the house scrape a the half windows. hour before i leave i don't have to scrape the windshield mm-hmm. i don't have right there's all these things that you like don't have to do you can just throw on shorts and a shirt and flip-flops so good and go Get and out like of just leave mm-hmm. right like there's there's that freedom there's that liberty that you feel around totally. the season I think too, like that also ties in really well with exactly what you were saying about uh, picnics mm-hmm. and eating outside and all of that barbecue, like being outside with food. Like we always said in our family, food always tastes better when it's free yes. and when it's outside. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Like hot dogs never tasted so good. That's true. Yeah. You know, outside of like I think yeah, like I can other other that. than when you were around a fire pit and you like cooked it yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's on a really garbage bun from Walmart or something. Yeah. You know? Doesn't matter. You cooked it yourself and it was outdoors. And she good. Oh yeah. And I mean hot dogs over a fire, way better than like boiled hot dogs. Ugh. Oh. Boiled hot dogs, get out of here with that. But like that I grew up with like craft dinner and boiled hot dogs cut up into my craft dinner fair yeah i'm pretty sure yeah we staple. would do that too but it was like it was like a, a necessity for our for our mom mm. who had four boys yes. to just like put something in yeah. our you could eat five hot dogs and it wouldn't break stomachs. the bank <laughs> that's a fact yeah 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 i could yeah i can understand that yeah so i think like the heat i enjoy um, the longer hours mm-hmm. and the ability and the freedom to feel like you can kind of do anything. Right. You know, like you can just go downtown. You can just go have a picnic. You can just go raft on the river. You can just go to the mountains for a hike. Like I wonder if there's like freedom generally. I, I And like with that freedom, like I wonder if it's some sort of weird thing that we've been conditioned to because of school. Like honestly, because school totally is out yeah. for the summer. And so you're kind of like as a kid, you're free to do Easy whatever you want. <laughs> but you're free to do whatever you want in the summer you know what i mean so i'm not saying like obviously not everyone gets the luxury i say luxury i feel like we have a very well-deserved summer break but that's a whole other conversation um yeah for a different podcast (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i don't know i just wonder if it's like a mental thing that like oh summer vacation or summer break or it's summertime that means all I of, think that's like, definitely part of it. You know, like a plethora of things that you can do. I don't know. Interesting. Absolutely. It's like the 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 window of opportunity is opened for you to enjoy yeah. life to its fullest in this hot unhindered time of the year. Totally. And I mean people people tend to take time off of work in the summer and not because they have kids who are off for school. I mean that's another reason. But like even yeah. I think of a few different friends who've taken multiple days or maybe a couple weeks off at a time one here one there to go camping to go you know to bc to go like you've done it right like that yeah but like you look at the winter other than maybe escaping the winter and going somewhere warm we typically 
kind of, you know, hunker down and plow through a work season during winter. So, yeah. And I mean, Christmas holidays in there too, you know, totally like Christmas family yeah. reunion. Like you get a little bit of time. And there's the odd long weekend here and there. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. It never feels quite as like open yeah. as the summer break does, right? Yeah. As summertime does. And even though I'm still like working very much full time, mm-hmm. there's still that it feels just more open, mm-hmm. like more free, more, yeah. you know. Totally. Just kind of in the air. Mm -hmm. Like I can just wear, you know, my pants and t-shirt to work every day. Mm -hmm. I can't wear shorts at work, so I have to wear pants, which is whatever. But I'm inside, so it's fine. I wasn't sure where you're going with that. Like (laughs) I just get to wear (laughs) pants. I just wear pants. Like, cool. Great. Like you gonna finish that sentence or (laughs) as opposed to (laughs) um Totally. No, I agree. I, so we threw out a poll. I'm, I don't know if this is too early for this, but it just kind of reminded me. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll hit my three, my three negatives. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, so I think exactly what you said too about the heat Mm -hmm. is like, it's way harder to cool off than it is to warm up. I agree. Yeah. So that's definitely a plus that winter has over summer. Sure. You can always put on more layers, but you can only take so many layers off. Right. You know, and when it's, in the mid high thirties, like it was last summer, mm-hmm. it's just unbearable. Like you can't escape it. Mm-mm. Um, so that portion of it, I don't care for. Right. I think too, like I'm just thinking about all the events that I've done this summer and in previous summers. Stuff like the Calgary Stampede, or like I was at Taste of Calgary this weekend, and those kind of events just bring out a lot of people. Yeah, and. My introverted, claustrophobic-esque <laughs> brain can only handle so much of that. Totally. But good right? for you so, for still going. Totally. Because yeah. I am I, like... I think, again, like it's it's that yin and yang. It's sure. that it's It's that balance of I have the freedom to go do this thing, so I'm going to do it. But right. I'm only going to do it for so long because it kind of stresses me out. Totally, right? yeah. So it's it's that balance. Like I'm, I still want to go and experience things and right you don't you know, want to just be a hermit all summer and, exactly yeah but like, i mean i feel like I i've avoid... wasted the summer if i feel like i've wasted a summer if i'm not going out to patios or going That's out fair. to stampede or going oh, out to I the can, mountains like I doing little easily trips do without right? stampede a 100 and that's totally fair and i'm not yeah. the introvert <laughs> <laughs> so yeah weird hey eat that <laughs> yeah i think too like in the summer maybe Maybe along with, so yeah, the heat and then the crowds that the heat tends to bring out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think. It's hard. Yeah. I don't know about like other negatives for summer. No, it's hard. Maybe just heat related things. <laughs> like if I can expand that into something I don't else. like going in the like, hot tub in summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I need oh, it's a cold 36 plunge. degrees. I'll just jump yeah. in this hot tub. Maybe the way that like heat makes things inconvenient. Like I'm just thinking about the way that that it affects what I do for work doing uh, shipping. Yeah. Like I ship all kinds of products all over the country. So, you know, I had a bunch of orders from last week that I had to ship out that all had chocolate in them. I was gonna I was gonna say melted so chocolate. I have Exactly. Like I have to be very aware of the things that I'm shipping and where I'm shipping them and when I'm shipping them and the amount of time it takes for something to get from Calgary to Toronto 
which is typically five business days with Canada Post. That's not bad. And so I'm like looking at Calgary weather. I'm looking at Regina weather. I'm looking at Winnipeg weather. And I'm looking at Toronto weather to see if there's a window that I can ship chocolate in during the summer, you know? Gotcha. Um, And also stuff like, I don't know, maybe tire degradation on your car or um, you're watering the lawn and you're just going through so much water or... Fun you know, fact. Things in, related to the heat or like going outside for a walk and like you come back in the house and you're sweating. Totally. Right? Yeah. Anyway, fun in, fact. Sorry, in Okotoks, we have a much smaller water resource than Calgary does because we are obviously oh, not the size of Calgary. Right. Um, and so there's actually like we are considered a drought area. And so there is almost always a water ban on in Okotoks. So you can only water your lawn at certain times of the day. And it's like early in the morning or after I think seven or 8 PM for like oh, really? two hours at a time. And it depends on your house number. So if you're an even house number, these are your two days that you can water. And if you're an odd house number, then these are your two days that you can water. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, I mean, the neighbor across the street <laughs> is obsessed <laughs> with lawn care and so he is often, I don't know if he's just never looked into it or I don't know. He's obviously not aware of it or he doesn't care. I'm not sure. It could be a combination of all three, all but he's always watering all his choice. lawn and I, like he'll right. water his lawn the day after we had a huge rainstorm. And I'm like, dude, it's not necessary. Bro, what are you doing? We just got a nice free rain. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to do that. Anyways. Feels a bit unnecessary. Oh, very unnecessary. I call him Bob. You know what? (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to like redo my third answer and say that the, the last big disadvantage for me for summer is all the fires that Mm. typically happen Mm -hmm. in BC. But not as bad this year. Not as bad this year. For sure. I guess maybe not as bad here that I was aware that there was about a ton of fires. Like last summer, it felt like very publicly. Yeah announced and like public knowledge that there was a ton of fires totally. in bc well and but I mean, this year it definitely feels less yeah than it was i mean you could step outside and it was just like fog town from the smoke it was so. it was orange skies for yeah. days it was wild yeah. and then the smoke index was a thing that we would have to be aware of yeah, totally. right and being outside for that much time like my youngest brother does landscaping mm-hmm. and he was very aware of how much smoke was in the air mm-hmm. and how it was affecting him day after day after day you know the heat just especially last year it felt so much hotter Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i think with that level of heat plus all the forest fires that have been happening historically more often these last few years Mm -hmm. that would be a definite downside for sure smoke season is no dice no comprende (laughs) (laughs) no good We don't like it. We don't care for it. No bueno. That's what I was thinking of. No bueno. (laughs) No No comprende. comprende. (laughs) Don't know. (laughs) No insert Spanish Uh, word here. Funny. Um, What about winter? What is is winter for you? What are the pros and cons of winter? Hmm. Winter, for me, I've, I've always said winter is my least favorite season, but I think in the last, like, probably two years, I've grown to appreciate winter a bit more. Tell me more. <laughs> um, 
I really love having a hot cup of coffee in the morning. Mm. So having a hot cup of coffee in the morning in summer just is not as good as it is in winter. No. I think it just hits different. Totally. Like a hot cup of coffee when you're a little bit chilly in in your bedroom mm-hmm. and then you get up and that first sip of coffee when it hits your soul, it just smacks. Oh, Warms you the all the way down your body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for that. That's funny. Um, so like hot drinks in the winter for sure would be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think too, like I've, was it last year? I think for my birthday, Des got me this book, uh, the little book of Hugga, mm-hmm. which is Hugga is just a Danish word, which means like well-being or happiness or coziness or hominess. There's a whole bunch of different words to describe this concept that Danish people typically live by. And hygge embodies more a lifestyle than right. a word or a feeling. Right. It's and like hygge is experienced between people. So you have people over and you have dinner and you have something maybe nice and hot, like some cinnamon buns or something mm. for dessert and a hot cup of cocoa. And it's like candlelight and rugs and textiles yep. and like different pieces of organic material like wood and all of this. So all of these things create an atmosphere and a feeling of hygge. Okay. Every time you say that right? word, I want to laugh, but yes. <laughs> hygge. Hygge. It's it's spelled H Y G G E. So it could be Huga, however you pronounce it, but Huga. And I I think winter just embodies that that word, at least as far as I understand it. Sure. And all of that more than summer does. Okay. And summer does just differently, right? Like the ability to go out for a beer with a bunch of friends on a patio in the sunshine with your shades on and you're not your getting cozy and- in the summer. Like you're exactly. not, you're not, you know, cuddling yeah, up or anything like that. You're, you're relaxing. You're letting yeah. your hair down. Yeah. You're putting your shorts and sunnies on, mm-hmm. right? Like it's a totally different vibe, but in the winter you get that, like that, like Lord of the Rings hobbity type of feel, right? right? Like you're in your little den and you've got your little cup of coffee <laughs> and like, you know, and your cookies and your big thick sweater well? and <laughs> Hobbit feeling do you aspire yeah. to? Yes. No, I get that. Yeah. It's that coziness yeah. that you feel during the winter, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you feel that, especially around Christmas, oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Like a lot of candles, a lot of hot cider and yeah. wine and mm-hmm. hot food and all of that. So, so good. that feeling, I feel like I've really, I guess to circle back, I feel like I've appreciated winter more mm-hmm. for the feeling that those moments give yeah when you're when you're you know sitting there with a hot cup of coffee on a cold morning right or you're with friends around christmas time and you know everything just feels right in the world (laughs) i don't know kosher yeah love it so i I love that that coziness of winter and then tell me what you don't i think the last thing is that it's just easier to warm up Mm. than it is to cool down so that would be also the plus for winter that is sometimes. the minus for summer. More ex- that is true. <laughs> more expensive that to warm That is so up. true. <laughs> In the yeah. summer, you can be warm for free. <laughs> That's a fact. But then your power bill goes up because of the AC, if you have I AC. I do not have AC. Mind you. I wish I had AC. Yeah. 
Yeah. At times. What about you? What would be your three positives for winter? And then we can maybe hit the negatives. Um, positives. I I do love. I remember a couple times in the morning getting up with Parker. Um, we have a wood burning fireplace at our house, and so. Getting up with Parker and building a quick fire so that I had some extra heat being thrown into the house and not cranking the heat as much. Um, But yeah, sitting around a a nice indoor fire, um, not even like doing anything with the fire. Like I don't need to roast anything, nothing like that. I just love the ambiance that a fire gives, but I don't like smelling like smoke. So it's kind of a... That's true catch 22 um what else do i love about winter um oh i'm a sucker for hallmark movies so i feel like winter (laughs) just means watching super cheesy hallmark movies um and then yeah like getting ready for christmas it's i would say it's like a decently big deal in our family slash house um lighting candles i always have candles lit in the winter Mm, at nighttime um yeah like hanging the stockings like all that kind of stuff i i there is like a nice cozy sort of vibe that comes with for sure with uh like christmas season yeah i don't know yeah christmas is definitely a plus for winter yeah that's an ace in the hole right there. I don't know what sure. we like. I don't know what I would do if we didn't have Christmas in winter. You know, like I'd feel really sad yeah. if there wasn't like a big thing to like kind of build up to and celebrate and have warm turkey dinner with stuffing and mm, totally, you know, sweet potatoes. Okay, I'm just like putting this together in my head now. I feel like Christmas is to winter what Calgary Stampede is to summer. Wrong. What are your thoughts Wrong. on that? False. False. Incorrect. <laughs> no, thank you. Not so much. They are no. So far apart, it's not even funny. Um <laughs> I mean, like I kind of see in terms of like that sort of the like societal tradition surrounded yeah. around that season, I suppose. Or totally. that, that season and, like, surrounds. The- the prep and the anticipation and the fun you, and are you telling and me the, you and prep the food. things for stampede i mean well the art okay so like calgary collectively does like a lot of prep for stampede okay but calgary sure. collectively doesn't necessarily engage with christmas that's true but christmas is not strictly a calgarian holiday i mean okay so this is not this is like potato tomato <laughs> like yeah fair i don't know like, i maybe i don't, I don't think, know I feel like, like it could be i can see the <laughs> argument but i strongly disagree that they are related in any way like ain't nobody cozy at stampede that's for <laughs> I damn mean, sure that's arguably for damn sure. everyone is cozy at stampede in more ways or than like, one. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, I feel like I feel like most people are aware of the shenanigans and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, that happen around yeah, Stampede. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like Christmas. I mean, I guess obviously it's case by case. But like, totally. I don't hang out with seventy five percent of Calgary at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, but also, like, 75% of those Calgarians are also inside hanging out with their family around Christmas. But <laughs> Yeah, but their family. So it's a much smaller scale event. I yeah. mean, I can see in terms of, like, like the hype, like, you're uh, hyping up for Christmas. You're hyping up for Stampede. Yeah. And, and like, the food choices, right? Like, there's, there's food that's specific to that time of year. And sure, yeah. There's a celebration. And there's, you know, there's fireworks. Okay, from a very... And- very outward from like kind of like skeletal a very outside, view <laughs> yeah from a very like thirty thousand foot view they're sort of similar for their from respective the seasons <laughs> uh, yeah that's funny yeah i don't know it's like maybe it still feels wrong but... i'm just i'm just thinking about like spring and summer now okay and like, or sorry spring and spring and fall yeah. it's like is Easter to spring what pumpkin spice How... lattes are to fall? Uh, <laughs> funny. Or maybe Thanksgiving. Maybe Thanksgiving for fall, right? Yeah. I mean, Easter, yeah, Easter yeah, is yeah. for spring what Thanksgiving is for fall. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> that is much more reasonable comparison than stampede to Christmas, for goodness sake. Yeah, or or pumpkin spice lattes. Listeners, feel free to... Uh, comment on any sort of yeah. story that gets posted in the next little while of the ridiculousness that is this comparison <laughs> or you know what? if is, you tend to uh, agree with this wacko host of mine that if you are if you are on team andrea or team jmo let us know in the comments <laughs> <Yeah>. section <laughs> for reference i am not for a comparison of you're the stampede and for... christmas <laughs> yes you're anti-stampede i am uh, for i'm very interested to see what happens <laughs> i really hope we get some feedback on that that no. would be beautiful i i hope so too i hope i feel oh, validated in my funny. feelings um what do you not like <laughs> what do you not like about uh, winter i winter don't like that like jmo just slog. compared christmas to the stampede <laughs> well agree to disagree <laughs> just kidding okay what don't you like about uh, i think what don't you like about christmas um do, what do you not like about? why do you hate christmas <laughs> why are you the grinch um i i don't know like winter is just it it feels like a slog like every day is Mm. just a new a new battle Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like i have to fight the cold in my bedroom i have to fight the cold in my engine block i have to fight the cold on my way to work i have to fight the cold when i'm shipping glass products filled with water and canned vegetables Mm -hmm. i don't know whatever else right like there's there's so many things that the cold just affects Mm um and so it's it it feels like the easiest thing to just say, oh, winter sucks because it's cold. Right. Right. But like, I think to expand on it, it's just all the things in or all the ways in which the cold complicates life. Sure. You know, so cold engines or freezing water lines or having to leave 25 minutes on the way to earlier. Work. Yeah. To count so for that you don't hit. <laughs> black ice on the way to work right like all of it the cold just complicates everything in such a way that uh, life seems so much more difficult Mm. you know Mm -hmm. um i think too like i love christmas but the month like the few weeks after christmas well no the week after christmas feels like 
the weirdest time of the year. It's like you're in this transition zone between all this anticipation leading up to Christmas. And then you have that week that is immediately after Christmas and before New Year's. And you're like, what is this week? It's like a nothing week. And no, then it's after a week New where Year's, J-Mo's like, I can't wait for Stampede now. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Christmas is done. I cannot wait. Christmas is done. I need my mini donuts. Let's go. We need to hype this crap up for Stampede now. How many days until Stampede, guys? Uh, yeah, the Stampede <laughs> countdown on my phone. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's legit. That's good. Uh, but it's it's that time, like, after, after New Year's and, like, the week and whatever after that it's like, okay, there's there's just kind of nothing here. Like, the first vortex. few weeks of yeah. January. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all this hype up to Christmas and then Christmas is this great thing and then it just and drops off and there's like no energy and there's just still snow on the ground yeah. and you know the nights are longer and all of it yeah. right it's it's kind of a gnarly time of year i wouldn't like i totally i can absolutely relate to it and i can see all of the things and whatever but maybe minus the mini donuts totally fine. minus I the countdown to the stampede um yeah but <laughs> i wouldn't necessarily place that as like a con for winter for me i don't know like it's just kind of like that's and also i think too in in my older age <laughs> um i've come to sort of let go also because in our house we have three different Christmases to celebrate because my parents aren't together, but Matt's are. And so we celebrate with right. my mom, we celebrate with Matt's family, and then we celebrate with my dad. And so, I mean, I've also kind of been used to Christmas not just being on Christmas Day or on Christmas Eve. It's kind of been like right. it's like the a time spread of out. Christmas. Yeah, it's kind of like like a yeah. little bit of a season. So I, I guess maybe for me, I don't see the like stark difference between it being Christmas and then all of a sudden it's like, what's next? Is the stampede right. the next thing? We don't know. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Yeah. So I I wouldn't, I don't know. Like I can see does, it. Does those... Does those following weeks after Christmas sort of feel like a break? Oh, for because sure. Because you've done so many Christmas things that 100%. that's sort of a reprieve yeah. from the Christmas Eve? Okay. 100%. That's fair then. Yeah, because it's like it's like a flurry of – and I mean, if it's a year my sister and her husband come down for Christmas, then we usually – like – or sorry, it's – we had a thing going. It's I mean, COVID sort of wrecked it after the first year, but the whole sort of quote-unquote deal was that – they would come down for Christmas, like for Christmas one year. Okay. And then they would come down at some point to celebrate Christmas another, like the following year. Right. So it wasn't like, okay. so then they both were spending time with their respective families for Christmas, but because it's a three hour drive, it just kind of feels a little crazy to try and like celebrate Christmas Eve with one family and then drive back to Edmonton for Christmas day. Like just not, super feasible at all right it's just too laborious yeah so then sometimes yeah. in theory we're we have like kind of four christmases that we do i guess <laughs> um right and so it's yeah it's definitely spread out and it makes for kind of a chaotic like three or four days 
And last year was our first year with Parker, obviously. And I am a freak when it comes to baby sleep. And so, um, as we've established on previous episodes, for sure. I, yeah. So I kind of, I didn't, I wouldn't say I put my foot down necessarily, but we just sort of posed it to our families that it was much more convenient for Christmas to be at our house so that we right. could put Parker to bed at a reasonable hour and still get like to spend the evening with family. Um, so yeah, it was like we hosted Christmas Eve with Matt's family. We hosted Christmas Day with my mom. Everyone brought like something to contribute to the meal or whatever. And then I think it was Boxing Day or the day after Boxing Day last year. My dad and his wife came over for Christmas with them. So it was just like, yeah, a continuous boom, 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 boom. And so then after that's done, right. so it's you're, like, you're like oh. running the Christmas gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. just one making after a the ham other. After one another. day, making a turkey the other day, <laughs> like yeah. it was wild. I mean, it was great, and it was. I'm super grateful that everyone was willing to accommodate us in that way. But um, sure, yeah, yeah, it was a crazy couple of days. So, and we all have a one month old this year. So, guess what? We're doing it again, guys. Oh man, <laughs> seriously, like. Which is kind of like, is that, is that worth it? I don't know, but it's easier certainly to think of just getting to be home than, oh my gosh, running around. and Yeah, you you kind of have an excuse to say, all right, Christmas is at our house this year. Yeah, indefinitely. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Um, sure. But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's less of like a, oh, what now? And more of like a, oh, thank goodness, like. Now we can relax right. on our on our break from school and work and whatever all. Yeah. So what what would be your negatives for winter? Oh, I hate the cold. I hate I hate being cold. And I yeah, am notoriously a cold human. Like I'm sitting here with I mean I'm I've warmed up a bit now, but I'm sitting here with a blanket on my legs. I was gonna say, like thirty seconds before I asked Andrea yeah. what her negative was, she had was a blanket on. <laughs> And then she pulled it off and now... And then complained about the cold. Um, I'm so cold. I have I have a heated blanket downstairs, um, like on our couch. So whenever Matt and I are down here watching like a movie or a TV or whatever, I'll turn my electric blanket on most of the time. Um, if I was not sharing my bed with someone, I had a electric mattress pad. Um, no way. Yeah, that wow. had like heater like and you could control the heat um on the mattress pad um yeah i hate being cold um ah what else do i not like about winter i do not like calgary drivers in the winter i think they i was just thinking that you took that right out of my head i swear when yeah I do not like it. It, It's so annoying to me that I have to leave 15 to 20 minutes earlier because I have to account for all of the nincompoops on the road. Um, It's brutal. Like as soon as the first snowfall hits of the season, everybody forgets how to drive. It's ridiculous. The entire city collectively. They all like, I don't know what What to do. do? (laughs) Where's my lane? Like, bro, you drive this road every day to work. There's a car literally right beside you. So leave enough room. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. don't hit them don't try and uh, run them off the road yeah 
Um, I hate it. I'm yep. super glad that I will be done work before winter driving starts because I drive Stony Trail to work. Um, oh, yeah. And I can just yep. foresee that that would be an absolute nightmare to be on. So I'm, yeah, pumped about that. But yeah, I hate winter driving. Um, and I, uh, I don't know if I don't, I, I think I just don't like all of the different things. I mean, like, obviously I agree with all of your, your cons with winter, except for the vortexy bit. Um, <laughs> but I don't like the sort of like, I guess, piggybacking off of your thing, like your first one of, um, like, I don't remember how you would tie it together as one sentence, but like kind of like the things that come, you know, having to start your car, like all of the different things that come because of the cold. Yeah. Like um, everything just becomes more complicated. Things like, like the chores that are involved, like shoveling the walk, totally. yep. putting salt down on your, on your, whatever it's called, sidewalk, on your, on sidewalk, your sidewalk, driveway, um, yep. or like hitting that, like cracking the ice to try and get the ice off of your sidewalk. Like all yeah. of, yeah, just like the winter chores, putting all the summer stuff away. Like we usually will put our patio chairs and our umbrella in the garage. Um, I mean, this year, like we'll put Parker's outdoor toys away. Like just all of the like kind right. of tasks yeah. that you have to sort of ready yourself for when it comes to winter. Um, yeah. And then I would say too, like with the driving thing, I like the... I guess the on the flip side of winter ending and then all of the like rocks from the drivers or the drivers, the trucks, you know, throwing oh, salt down. Totally. And then I you get that. rocks in your yeah. windshield. Yeah. So and then spring is always like windshield repair yeah. season. Also, yeah. we have a dog, and so like going out and picking up dog poop in the winter sucks. But then if you don't pick it up, then when spring comes and yeah. everything melts, it's like there's something dead in your backyard from the it's just nasty, turds everywhere. nasty, mushy poo everywhere. Oh, man. So that would be my gnarly. That would be my cons. My, my no bueno winter. You're no bueno. You're no comprende bueno winter. No comprende things. winter. I mean, in some ways I don't understand winter. Yeah. Nobody understands winter. <laughs> we don't care for it. Oh, man. Well, fair enough. How about, so we, we got a few responses from Instagram about, uh, you know, why people maybe like winter or like summer and all of that. So I had two responses, uh, one from a friend of mine I used to work with at Banana Republic wow. out at Crossiron and also at Starbucks. We worked together wow. at two different jobs. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Did either one of you get um, either one of you the job? <laughs> <laughs> no That's a weird way to answer that. we we both started at banana at the same time and then he was working at starbucks when i when i applied and then i walked in on my first day and i'm like ben what so weird. and so we just like it was wild but he i asked on instagram um summer or winter and why and he just wrote summer and i'm like you know what that's mm -hmm. fair and same with our friend rosie mm -hmm. she just wrote summer like, I feel oh, like she, summer doesn't need, like, you, you don't need to justify the reason you love summer. But you do right? for winter. Feel like, <laughs> I mean, apparently. I guess because, it's, um, you know what? It's because you probably like summer more than you do winter. And so, therefore, you need an explanation because the kooks who like winter more than they like summer, you're like, I'm sorry, please tell me why you think yeah. this ridiculous thought. 
why i i need to know why you're a little bit crazy however i did have one i had one winter was preferred okay. over summer and the reasoning was because there's no bugs which we said or i totally. said totally yeah no sunburn that's definitely oh. a big big plus for you um hallelujah lozenge um <laughs> and no judgment if you're inside which i think is hilarious Oh, that's legit. That was written by an introvert. I'll tell you right now. I don't know that I wouldn't. I'm gonna tell you that. I had. I would have to ask her if she is introverted. Fair enough. I don't know. It feels like an introverted comment for sure. When I think of her instantly, I'm like, oh no, she's for sure an extrovert. But maybe it's like me, where it's kind of like extroverted tendencies. But you are an introvert. I don't know. And then yeah, yeah I had like, a I've, summer. I thought I was an extrovert for a long time. Summer because life. Which because life this particular friend I know like loves being by water, loves being in warm weather. Oh yeah, is so good at taking her kids outside like every day, multiple times a day, multiple hours of the day. Like, cool. Yeah. Um, I did actually have one more summer. Someone responded on my Facebook story. Um, and they said, "Dun dun dun, dun summer because." Sun, beaches, pickleball, which I know she's Ooh. super gotten into this summer specifically. Yeah. Um, getting tanned or having a tan and then just nice. being outdoors, which, yeah. I've become, again, in my older years, I've become much more conscious of <laughs> wearing sunscreen a lot more, which sounds really bad. But yeah, I was just totally. terrible, like in my young adult years at wearing sunscreen, but just the importance of it, even like putting it on your face every day. Right. Um, or like, oh, I'm only going to go for a walk to the spray park and then I'm going to sit under the shade, but I'm still going to put sunscreen on. So I don't often get a huge tan, although I do have a bit of a watch tan. Look at me. The watch tan is a struggle. Or Birkenstocks tan. Um, I cannot sympathize with you there. I'm not sad <laughs> about flip, it. Flip flops tan, I suppose. Yeah, you don't have to sympathize in the same with vein. me. I'm not sad about my Birkenstocks tan. It feels fair enough. Great to get it. <laughs> it's like a rite of passage. Really is. Um, I did have one more response too from uh, from my friend Carissa. She said fall. I'm oh like, yes, okay. I did have a fall as it's well. It's not winter, winter or summer, but I'm here for it. Fall. She said perfect temperature, cute clothes, and pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice lattes. lattes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so know her we super well, but like I know that about her that she, if it's the curse I'm thinking of, um, yeah, yeah, she loves her pumpkin spice lattes, and I think she, she like started making them at home too, so she's like perfected her own pumpkin spice latte. Oh, yeah. I think you might be right. Actually, sure. yeah, I know. So actually, Carissa and her husband James, yes, okay, it is uh, the exact one I'm thinking. Used of. to yeah. live in the house that I lived in in Silver Springs, yeah. so we all lived together for a year, and she was totally. That girl who was like always bringing home the PSLs. Yeah. Like, I'm here. For I've this. never, I mean, I don't like coffee. So that's kind of part of my whatever. But that's like was it 75% you? of it there. Was it, someone told me, oh no, it was my sister that I should do a pumpkin spice steamer. So then I'm not having the coffee, but I still get the flavor of the pumpkin spice. Yeah, totally. But I just like, yeah. The, really the one and only time that I will ingest pumpkin is at Thanksgiving and it has to be a Costco pumpkin pie with whipped cream and it has to be like oh, freshly yeah. whipped whipped cream none of this yep. aerosol can like proper whipped yeah, cream yeah real whipped cream the, yeah, yeah yeah 
I feel that. So that's like the really the I'm only reason, way, purpose for pumpkin in my life. <laughs> or it's the only way pumpkin will enter your body. False. For sure. False. Or no. Um, I have a recipe from my grandma. Um, for a pumpkin cheesecake. And I actually never made it Ooh. until after she passed away. And then I finally made it for the first time. And I was like, this is absolutely life-changing. It's so freaking good. So those are the two actually, ways that I will only... Speaking of pumpkin cheesecake, Nathan made a pumpkin cheesecake when he worked downtown at some of these restaurants. Mm-hmm. And he did it with... He would do a pumpkin cheesecake with a chai chantilly like, whipped cream. Oh, mamma mia. Sweet, sweet baby Jesus. Oh, like, I'm going to have to somebody. try that. Wow. Oh, it was good. He would just make a simple syrup or like brew a tea. So like the same way that I make syrups for my cocktails, like yeah. I'll do an Earl Grey tea syrup or um, like I have a raspberry syrup in the fridge right now. So you just make a juice yeah. or a tea essentially and then you add that amount of liquid in sugar to it to make it a one-to-one syrup to sugar. Mm -hmm. And so you get this chai syrup that you then mix into your whipped cream. Oh my gosh. Like showstopper. Family, if you're listening, I will attempt this for Thanksgiving 2022. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That sounds uh, so good. I can give you a hand. Yeah. I can give you a hand. I don't mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's have a Friendsgiving. Okay. I'm I'm into this. Yes, please. I'm into this. Okay. Yes, please. Making plans on the podcast. If you'd like to come, please comment, like, right. post, share, etc. Let us know. Upload, download, hashtag upload, download, Friendsgiving. <laughs> <laughs> longest podcast or longest hashtag. hashtag ever. Oh, man. I'm now going to like fall asleep dreaming of chai. What did you call it? <laughs> chai shan- Chai. Nathan called it chai chantilly. Cream. But it's essentially just chai whipped cream. Okay. I think the Chantilly maybe comes from the syrup that you I've put in it. I've definitely tried Earl Grey whipped cream before. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what I put it on, but that sounds amazing with pumpkin cheesecake. Uh, yeah, it's deadly. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, speaking of things that we're eating or wanting to eat or consume or ingest, all of that, what <laughs> is, Andrea, What is what? what have you got on the download? This week, my friend, what are you reading? What are you learning? What are you eating? What new recipes have you been well trying out? This will be a twofold. Um, a twofold. A update. I have finished my four books that I was my goal for this summer. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. So the most recent book that I read was um, it's a series by James Patterson, um, who often writes like pretty gnarly crime-ish novels but he's got a series called private um so it's a private investigation or a private detective company and they're all around the world so there's different there's like one in la there's one in the one that i read was the recently was in london um and then i'm now i just started my fifth book of the summer um private berlin so um, that was the one that I read most recently. Um, I wouldn't say it's like you have to go and read his stuff, but I mean, I really enjoy his books, but, um, but I got a Kobo, which is so exciting oh, for me. So I've, yeah. I've been reading like my books on the Kobo. Readers, right? Yeah. Um, Very cool. so that's kind of fun. Um, what else am I reading? I had two books on the go at, at one time. 
because I was really trying to get this goal of finishing my four books before I went back to work. <laughs> um, Which you totally did. I did. That's legit. I did it. You totally did it. Yeah, because I think I had finished or I had almost finished two at the time when the goal was made. And so then I, you told me I had to add an additional, <laughs> you forced me to do this. <laughs> I made um, you do it. <laughs> an additional two. So that my total was four. Um, I'm trying to remember what other book I was reading, but, um, what am I listening to? I started listening to an audiobook just to see if I could get another one <laughs> in that way. Nice. get six books, but, um, I'm not driving very much right now. I will starting tomorrow drive every day. Um, crushing the audiobooks. Seriously. Nothing to um, it. Um, what am I, what is I forget what download? Oh, what am I eating? Oh my gosh, JMO. So the other oh, day I Matt made smoked pork shoulder. He smoked right, you were telling smoked me about a pork this. shoulder. Um yeah. and I this is the second time that he's made pork that I can recall in this pregnancy. Although that seems unlikely because I've been pregnant for far too long that he's only made it twice, but as of recently, he's made it twice in the last like maybe two or three weeks. We did a pork tenderloin, which normally I really like. Um, and then he smoked a pork shoulder. And both times mm. I took like one bite and I was like, no, <laughs> Man. cannot eat this. So That's sorry. so bizarre. Yeah. Did you have that with your previous pregnancy with Parker? Um, I don't I don't recall pork specifically, but there would be times when some like when something would set me off for sure. Right. Um, okay. but anyways, so I then obviously ate like a bird at supper and had like a few potatoes and I think we had corn on the cob that night. And so I was obviously quite hungry still because <laughs> I had not had right. a full dinner. <laughs> and so I had yeah. to run into Calgary and I got South street, bur a burger from South street which unfortunately right. yeah. I have not had my new restaurant. I haven't fulfilled that goal this summer yet, but just cause I'm going back to work doesn't mean summer's over. So I still have time people. That's right. You still got time. Um, but yeah, they're I finally killed that fruit fly. Sorry. <laughs> it's been <laughs> flying around my face this whole entire time. Andrew has been swatting um, around at a fruit fly this entire conversation. <laughs> it landed on my belly. And I've not said anything. <laughs> it landed on my belly. It landed on the belly. It was and dead. Then, pow, done. Um, so I got a burger from South Street, which if you haven't been to South Street, it's kind of like the subway for burgers. Like you get to choose all of your own toppings and whatever yeah, all. It's, it's real great. good. And when I ate it, oh my gosh, I think I like entered euphoria like it was so good like a note of body experience <laughs> which i mean it could be a combination of be me being really hungry oddly enough probably subconsciously craving a burger and it just being quite tasty like i just had totally. all the just right combinations those on that three burger. things put together so yeah um yeah i support it yeah south street is a good spot it's good for sure i haven't had it in so long which i was telling you about but um yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know if I have any other download-worthy things to share. Am I watching something? We are watching season two of Only Murders in the Building. Oh, I've I've heard 
pretty good things it's about good. that show. Yeah, it is good. Yeah? It's um so it's Selena Gomez, um Martin Short. Um, Steve Martin. And, yeah, and yeah, Steve Martin. Martin Short. It's yeah. a great combo. Like the three of them together are awesome, I think. Um but yeah, we we are enjoying moseying our way through that series. Cool. Um yeah. I don't know. That's all I can think of. So I Solid. came unprepared for download. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> What's on your download? You kind of alluded to one me? thing already. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the first one there was uh Taste of Calgary. So Taste of Calgary, it, it was my first time going, mm. actually, which is kind of wild, mm-hmm. but I'll definitely be going again. It was like a little it's like if a food court in a mall was outside right. and the restaurants and everything were only restaurants in Calgary. Yeah. It was great. I really enjoyed it. It is um, fun. I've I was a talking to times. a coworker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to a coworker yesterday too, and she was saying that they've had it at different locations and it's been way better. Cause she went this year too and she said it wasn't. Where was it this better. year? So I'm like, well, it was if you're familiar with Calgary, it's like immediately across like in the downtown side of downtown across from the Bow River, across from the, uh, like I walked across the Kensington bridge and then it was right there. So it's in a parking lot Oh, okay. across the Kensington bridge, okay. like right on the North edge of downtown. Okay. Yeah. Like not quite at the peace bridge, right? but yeah, right I by think the Kensington. The bridge last there. time I went to it, it was at like Eau Claire market. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what my coworker mm-hmm. was saying too. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It was a bit cramped. There was a lot of people, but the food that I had was all pretty solid, honestly. Yeah. Um, they had a bunch of food trucks from Calgary and then a bunch of different restaurants, um, that all had little tents and they were giving out a bunch of stuff. What was your favorite? Ooh, my favorite was probably, I don't remember where it was from. Uh, but it was it was a gluten free bun with cheese and brisket and a pickle and I think some kind of sauce on there. But it was like like a brisket sandwich. Mm. Oh, was it ever good? Such good flavor, really juicy. Um, you wouldn't know that it was gluten free and the cheese on there. All of it. It was it was fantastic. Nice. It was just this little bun. Um, yeah, it was it was good. Actually, there was another place too. It was called I think Taste of Mumbai. Oh, and. They had a kind of a, what was it now? Sort of a samosa type of thing, but it was filled with potato. And then it had a sauce on top with some crunchy bits and then um, pomegranate seeds. Pomegranate chunks on top. It was very good. And peanuts peanuts in there too. It was very tasty. Um, Yeah, it was great. Nice. Uh, so yeah, Taste of Calgary was very good. Would recommend. Hopefully they're at Eau Claire, which I hear is a better location. Uh, <laughs> There's more room. As for what I've been watching, um, I, I watched the first two of the Kingsman movies. Oh, yeah. So they were they were those movies with like Colin Firth and... Um, Colin... Oh, what's what's the main actor in there? Taron oh, Egerton, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was very good. Um such good and movies, isn't those two. Um, the third one i've heard is not as good but those first two were top shelf yeah the third Very one we good. watched this summer and it's i mean it's a lot of the same kind of like over dramatic 
drama type not drama but like over dramatic like fight scenes and all that kind of stuff it's yeah it kind of follows the same sort of shell shall we say yeah like the fight scenes in that movie i've watched a few like breakdowns of those fight scenes and it's very interesting like the way that they choreograph and film it Mm -hmm. they have their own feel those fight scenes from those movies they're pretty Mm -hmm. good yeah it's a funny time um so yeah, the Kingsman, the first two Kingsman movies. I'll probably watch the third one at some point. It's good. Yeah, I mean, um, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, will it be worth it? Maybe not. But at the same yeah, time, I feel like I take have it, to like, just with, watch it just to know. Yeah, it's like I've come this far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like watching the first two Matrix movies and not watching the okay, third I haven't one. Seen, it's like, I, I might haven't as well just watch the third the one. second or third one, but. Okay, well, okay. Call me heathen. Fair I know, enough. it's fine. <laughs> I mean, really, the first one was the amazing one for sure. Right. Um, I've also been watching what we do in the shadows. So I watched the movie, which was very good with Taika Waititi. It was one of the first big projects that he was in. And now there's a TV show as well, which is on Disney plus and it's very good. It's very, very good. The movie is all about these three, no four vampires that are all roommates in a house. And so it's, it's the weirdest and most lighthearted fun, but still very much like vampire mythology right. type of, of uh, setting. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, the TV show has been really fun too. And they bring in some of the tropes from the movie as well. Okay. So the show is not with Taika Waititi, but I think he might be a producer on the show. Okay. But the movie, the first movie with Taika Waititi is set in New Zealand but then the show now is set in, I think, in Staten Island. Mm. On Staten Island in like New Jersey area mm-hmm. or New Jersey, New York, all of that. Okay, okay. So it's very and fun. It's called what? It's been Sorry? very good. What? Uh, what We Do in the Shadows. Okay. It's very, very good. Um, I've also been watching this documentary series called How to Change Your Mind. Oh, on Netflix, which just came out recently. And I, I heard a good podcast interview with this author, Michael Pollan, and he has written a bunch of books, one of which is called Cooked. And he has a little four-part documentary series on Netflix also by the same title, Cooked. Okay. And it he goes through food in uh, within the, I guess, the categories of the four classical elements. So fodder, or, sorry, fodder. Fire, what air, elements sorry. are you talking about? What is <laughs> so fire? Fire and water. I okay, put okay, fire okay, and water together, it. which is fodder apparently. Yeah. Uh, fire, water, air, and earth. Okay. And he breaks down food and cooking and the evolution so like of using those food and cuisine to cook. Yeah. So interesting. So the first one is all about food, or sorry, all about fire and how uh, humans are the species that cook, and so we use fire as a way to cook our food and looking at fire and the most basic way that our species cooks with fire is like in um in australia with the indigenous people in australia and they'll just hunt lizards and cook it in a fire and that's it totally and like in america the most pizza (laughs) well the the most like bare bones version of that that they have in america is barbecue Mm. which you kind of alluded to earlier gotcha um so it it's a very good series, but this this pod or um not podcast series, this documentary series is all about psychedelics. Oh. And different psychedelic drugs. So the first one is about LSD. Okay. The second one is about psilocybin. Whoa. 
Uh, the third one is on MDMA. And then the fourth one is, I haven't seen the fourth one yet, uh, mescaline, which I'm not really familiar with. But LSD, also known as acid, psilocybin, which is the chemical found in magic mushrooms. Okay. MDMA, also called ecstasy. Okay. And then um, mescaline as well. But it is such an interesting documentary series. Mm. It's unbelievably well-produced. It's very insightful. Um, the whole thing is also based on a book that Michael Pollan wrote by the same name, How to Change Your Mind, which I've also purchased okay. in the last few weeks. So I'm planning on reading that. I'm very excited to get into mm. that one. Um, so for sure, that's been a phenomenally insightful documentary It's so funny. Series. You watch things like you read them. <laughs> yeah. Like you, yeah, you, it's true. I mean, obviously, like you're watching things that aren't just informational but you enjoy the informational as well yeah definitely not that i don't but um <laughs> i never but want I, I think to learn too, like, by watching but again like what what we've said before about our taste in books i think definitely says a lot about our taste probably in shows totally. and movies and other media too yeah. like i'm way more about nonfiction, and you're way more about fiction mm -hmm. and fantasy and that's phenomenal yeah. Um, and then I've got two, two more things, but more music related. Mm. So, um, the first one is, uh, Leanne Lahavas, mm -hmm. And I think I was telling yeah. you about her earlier. I listened to it. Oh, so good. So I, I got turned on to her, um, just recently and her album blood has been like on repeat for me all day. I can't handle how good it is. So, she is a singer songwriter out of, I guess, out of the States. I think she's from the States, uh, but she's a singer and bass player, which obviously like represent. I'm here for that. You are on board. But with. man, her voice is so, so good. And her bass playing is phenomenal. And she has this song that like blew my mind. I think it's the second song on her album, Blood, called Green and Gold. Yeah. And what a jam that song is it's so good that song is such a vibe um so 10 out of 10 would recommend the album blood by leanne la havas so that's l-i-a-n-n-e la havas h-a-v-a-s top shelf top shelf um and then my other musical thing is actually kind of relating to this podcast funny enough so the intro song that I've been using for this show pretty much since the beginning is a song by one of my favorite bands, the classic crime called glass houses. And it's like, I have access to all the instrumental music from this album, but this album that this song is from, is called Phoenix. And this album Phoenix came out 10 years ago this year. And wow. so they recently just did a 10 year anniversary vinyl repressing of this album oh, cool. and so i just got the vinyl in the mail yesterday so fun. oh <laughs> it is gorgeous it's probably the most beautiful vinyl that i own it's like clear with blue and white and orange like flexed throughout it like speckled oh, yeah cool. so it's oh it's beautiful i can't handle <laughs> it i need to like hang it up somewhere for sure but um, 
my brother Nathan and I have been fans of the classic crime since we were teenagers. And this album, Phoenix, was the first album that they did on Kickstarter right. a number of years, I guess, obviously 10 years ago. So it was their first self-produced album. Mm-hmm. And they've put out quite a few albums since then. But this one was really special for them as a band because it was their first one. So and it's cute. allowed them to continue to make music. So, Which is so sweet. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So very happy about that. Cool. I was playing along to some of those songs this morning on bass <laughs> before I left for work. It was it was great. It's awesome. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's my download. Cool. There we go. Done deal. Sounds like a fun looking album. That's for sure. Yeah, I'll have to. Maybe I'll take a picture of it and post it on the post for this episode when it comes mm-hmm. out. So if you're hearing this, take a look at Instagram and go look at that uh, look at album cover and then. Album. And then the the pretty vinyl. So I'm very happy so about good. it. So good. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well. We made it. We made it. We did it. We talked about so the funny. things. so funny. I feel like every time we plan an episode, we're like, oh, what will we talk about? How will we have enough to talk about? And then here we are. And we've record- been recording for an hour and a half. <laughs> yep. Sorry. <laughs> Seriously. Sorry, not yeah. sorry. Hashtag more content. <laughs> so nuts. Love it. Cool. Well, cool. the next time we record, I'll have some hopefully hilarious content from students to share. So, Oh, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Be cool. All right. Well, thanks, Andrea. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. <laughs> have, a, have a good life. Have a great life. <laughs> All right, bye. 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 <laughs>